This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, February 6, 2015. I'm Caleb Brown. The Economist argues that states should be allowed to take advantage of global labor markets by sponsoring temporary visas for foreigners who want to work in the U.S. Cato Institute immigration policy analyst Alex Narasta says it would diffuse a tense debate over immigration now at the federal level. The idea is that the states could start sponsoring their own migrants to come to the United States, specifically to that state, to work in a particular occupation or to buy real estate or to buy housing, and that this would be a system parallel to the federal system of immigration. So it would be sort of overseen by the federal government, but the states would largely run it and set their own systems in addition to the federal one. All right. So um, as we understand it, uh, the federal government has ultimate control when it comes to uh, immigration, but states would be using federal programs in order to sponsor uh, immigrants coming to the U.S.? It would be similar to that. It would. Uh, the federal government does have uh, complete control over naturalization and immigration. Uh, it also That means that they could allow the states to set their own migration policies uh, individually and have those policies overseen by the federal government. So conceivably, a state like Texas, for instance, could have a large uh, migration guest worker program for farm workers or for workers on uh, on ranches or in oil con- oil uh, in the oil industry, uh, and another state like say California could say no, we don't want any more additional uh, workers on top of what's already coming through the federal system. So it basically allows some uh, more local control, uh, similar to what other countries like Canada and Australia have. All right. What is what does it look like in those countries? So in Canada, it's called the Provincial Nominee Program. And if you're a migrant, what you can do is apply to each of these provinces in Canada uh, to come in on a visa and to work in a particular industry. And if the province approves you, then, then you have to get approved by the federal government in Canada, and then you get issued a visa. It's the second largest way for or a second most common way that economic migrants come to Canada nowadays uh, is through this provincial nomination program. The other country is Australia, and they have a program where uh, you basically apply to each Australian state, the feds approve you, and it's a very similar program. So it's, it's one way for local and state governments to tailor their immigration policies based on what they think the local demand is for foreigners. Immigrants, when they come to the United States, even on a temporary basis, they're paying taxes. They're paying taxes on the local level, the state level, and the federal level. Uh, And in addition to that, they're paying a lot of immigration fees directly to the federal government to process their visas or green card applications or naturalization papers, as well as paying lots of money for the attorneys um, who will handle these very complex tasks for them. What's interesting is even unlawful immigrants in the United States, a majority of them end up paying taxes as well, especially through... um, Uh, the uh, Social Security and income tax system. What would the federal government have to do, if anything, in order to facilitate this kind of uh, state-based immigration reform? So the authors in our paper estimate uh, what they think the feds would have to do, because we've never had this program before. What they think they'd have to do is basically have a waiver program where they'd say, okay, states, you can go ahead and run your own migration program if you want, your own migration system, uh, and we'll basically get final oversee. Here are a few rules about what you need to do. Make sure there's no terrorists coming in, for instance, national security threats, things that the states would already do themselves, but basically it would be redundant in that way. 
And then they would give the, the states a lot of power to oversee their own program. In 2010, Utah passed a law saying that they were going to ask the feds for a waiver to do this, but they never got around to actually asking. So this would this is something where there is some interest. There is interest. I mean, Utah passed a law in 2010, as I mentioned. Uh, Senator Rand Paul has mentioned it for Detroit to allow people, uh, foreigners to move to Detroit. Uh, Michigan Governor Rick Snyder has said the same thing about Detroit. And today you had a very good article, I thought, in The Economist magazine mentioning this is a viable way to go forward. Uh, there's a lot of talk about the country being polarized politically, both on the regional level and just amongst different groups of people. And this is one way, I think, to get around the immigration impasse that is also polarized, to allow localities to make more of a decision themselves rather than a one-size-fits-all federal policy for everybody. Because right now, like take to take the uh, K-12 education as, as an example, right now there are lots of debates that go along in states and localities about how best to educate children, how to apportion funding and that sort of thing. And nobody wants to transfer that debate entirely to the federal government. So the fact that we have currently one debate going on about immigration uh, might be well served by having states make have those arguments within their own borders. Yeah, absolutely. Because the debate right now about immigration on the federal level uh, would apply to everybody. Now, there is a small debate on the state level, but it's all about enforcement. You know, how much can the states do to enforce? And as the Supreme Court said in uh, uh, United States v. Arizona in 2011, the states can do extra enforcement method, uh, measures. Uh, we're just proposing that the states go can be allowed to go further in the opposite direction, which is to allow more liberal immigration policies and to allow more people to come to their states legally. So which states would want to uh, start this program? I think the two obvious ones off the bat would be Michigan, because the governor there has expressed interest, and you have a large city, Detroit, that is, is failing and losing population to a great extent. This is one thing that could help alleviate the downfall of Detroit. I, I won't say turn around, but it could help. Another one would be Utah, which has expressed interest through the legislature in doing this. Um, if the fracking boom takes off again, if the price of oil goes up, I could see another state like North Dakota also being very interested in this type of program. To what extent uh, would states or could states limit the employment options for people that they that they bring in. They could basically do whatever they wanted in terms of that. Unfortunately, they could do whatever they wanted. Uh, obviously, the more open the system is, the better. And eventually, these people, if they stay here, uh, ideally, they should be allowed to eventually get a lawful permanent residency, you know, a green card in the United States, at which point they would be able to travel anywhere. But theoretically, the state could limit it um, to the employer to a specific employer or to a set of occupations or a region within that state, say a metropolitan area, or uh, they could require that the, uh, that, that the migrant buy real estate and live in that real estate so as to try to revive an inner city community. It's important to realize that although the states can do basically whatever they want with this, any liberalization the states undertake going forward, any increase in state-sponsored visas is an increase from zero. So even if the states, even if we allow state-sponsored migration, state-based migration to the United States, it is a liberalization compared to what the current system is. It's not, it wouldn't be ideal, and it certainly wouldn't be perfect, and it wouldn't be the world that we all really want to see, uh, but it would certainly be an improvement over the status quo. 
Alex Narasta is an immigration policy analyst at the Cato Institute. You can read the paper he mentioned, State-Based Visas, a Federalist Approach to Reforming U.S. Immigration Policy, at our website, cato.org.